I'm Sophie Gray. And I'm Nerida Ashcroft. And you're listening to I Wasn't Expecting That, a podcast where we discuss issues affecting women in the sandwich years, like us, caught between ageing parents and our own millennial offspring. We aren't cougars or golden girls. Most of us are too knackered, to be honest. We've got jobs or careers of our own, but are still the on-call carers for partners, parents and offspring, while still dealing with all our own stuff. Stuff we weren't necessarily expecting, and that no other generation has had to face in quite the same way. In this week's episode of I Wasn't Expecting That, we're talking about makeup. How do you navigate not looking like a drag queen in your 40s? How come our kids are so good at it? And do we even need it? person with like all the pink and that. I just think when I'm older I just go with the normal me. look. My mum and dad's like, like 18. Yeah. I would as, say about 15. As old as she wants to be or something. Yeah, I only wear makeup on a special occasion. I don't really wear makeup. Oh, anymore. that's good. I think people should be allowed to do what they want to do. You might think you might look prettier with makeup or you might think you might look prettier with not makeup. Yes, we do, Sophie. We absolutely need it. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying that I do anyway. <laughs> it's so hard, isn't it? Because, you know, as a 40-something-year-old woman, um, I don't know about you, but I look in the mirror and I think, oh, my goodness, how did I get to look so old? Well, I, I think I look... Makeup does wonders. I think I look all right and then I put my glasses on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that is sometimes a real problem to me with the makeup as well, that I've put my... I, have you... Do you wear glasses? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. So trying to put makeup on when you are a glasses wearer is incredibly difficult. And then I think I look all right. And then I put my glasses on and then I realise I look like Cookie the Clown um, <laughs> because I simply cannot tell. And the number of times I've gone into the office and I'm working away and then later on I'll put my glasses on and I'll catch my reflection. It's like, oh, have I looked like that all day and nobody said anything? It's <laughs> honestly quite frightening. I know. And saying that though, when you said do you even need it? There have been times when I've been away hiking for a few days or we've had a boat in the past where we were out at sea for a few days. And I'd have to say, not even looking at yourself in the mirror for days on end, not even worrying about how you look is so liberating. Sometimes I wonder if I should just go bush and right. just leave it all behind. Well, have you ever done one of those makeup-free challenges on social media where you take a photo of yourself with no makeup? No, me either. Absolutely no. not. No. Too I, old for that. That's yeah, I would stick something. I would stick a fork in my own eye rather yeah. than do that. I just yeah. honestly, um, and I think one of one of the things that I find the most difficult is when you're getting your hair done and you actually have to sit in front of a mirror yeah. for like, you know, an hour or so looking at your own reflection. It's like even with makeup on, by the time I've sat there looking at my own reflection, mm. I just end up not liking myself very much. It's horrible. I know, I, and they have those horrible black capes that do nothing, nothing for, for you. I know. Yeah. They use black because it doesn't show up all the stains from the dye and the oh, colour and stuff like right. that. That makes sense. But, you know, I never used to wear makeup when I was younger. Yeah, no, I um, remember that. But you are you naturally have amazing skin. For those of you listening who don't know what Nerida looks like, she's like Candice Bergen. Amazing oh, bone structure, so long legs, oh my blonde gosh. hair, you know, cheekbones. I... I'm short and round, oh, um, and I don't have any bone structure. And Nerida was born with bone structure, which is just an amazing gift from God. Just 
yeah, well, count yourself is, lucky. That is very kind of you, Sophie. I, I wouldn't even put the milk bottles out as a teenager without putting makeup on. <laughs> I don't see myself like that at all. But back to being younger and makeup, I think it's because it came from my mum, mm. actually, because any kind of putting makeup on, doing your hair, wearing nice clothes was all vanity. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for me, you didn't want to be vain. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I sort of grew up never really thinking about my appearance and how I was going to look and how other people saw me or anything like that. Oh, that's really interesting. So Mm. um, my mum was quite into appearance, so she had done a bit of modelling when she was younger, um, and she was beautiful. Um, She battled with her weight through her life, but she always did her makeup really, really well. Um, and as kids, she, uh, you know, when you're tugging out the snarls in your hair with the hairbrush and stuff and we'd be squawking, she used to laugh and say, well, you have to suffer to be beautiful. Oh, um, so, so, you know, she, to my it was really different and I, to, to that because I, you know, some of my earliest memories, I remember watching my mother putting on her makeup, you know, being a little girl and sitting up in the bathroom and watching her putting on her makeup. Um, and, you know, it was very unaffected. You know, she wasn't a hugely vain person, right. but she she knew how to sort of accentuate her her f- fabulous cheekbones and so on. But she never, I don't remember her ever teaching or guiding us. So I was really clueless about how to put makeup on. Um, and yet my own daughter has always been brilliant at it. And I now, there's nothing I like better than lying in bed at night and watching a makeup tutorial. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I absolutely, so I've always used makeup. Right. Um, but but I don't think I was ever particularly good at it. No, um, neither. Whereas now I really like it. And your girl does makeup tutorials. I know. And does them brilliantly. Yeah. But the thing that I think is also really amazing about those is that she starts with the no makeup, which yeah. is really brave on yeah. social media. Well, I the reason that she actually really got into makeup is because um, she hit puberty and her skin just went mad. Like it was oh. just dreadful skin for years and years and years. Right. So she got into makeup at a really young age and I think, well, that's not such a bad thing because she's really crafted it. She really knows how she, to put makeup she, on. She, she totally does. Honestly, and she you does see her bedroom. There is makeup for Africa. Oh, I know. Well, my my daughter's is absolutely the same. And she's done makeup courses. I mean, she's a hairdresser, so it's, it adds to her sort of repertoire of skills that she can, she can do that. Um, but, you know, I look at some of the different looks she creates. You know, she's going to a music festival and there's a whole different look going on. Basically, oh, I, I just do this. Do Me that. too. I, I, I have... <laughs> I've never worn false eyelashes, so I tell you, you we we are going to have a go at that because yeah, I, I think we should. Um, I've never really had glamorous makeup. No. I have no idea how to do it. And back in the day, there was that smoky eye makeup. I had a go at that. I just looked like I'd been beaten up. <laughs> well, that that's where I I end up looking like some you know aged um, lady of the night. It's not good yeah. at all. And I've had my makeup professionally done a lot for photo shoots right. and that kind of thing. Um, but I end up looking at myself in the mirror and not necessarily feeling like you. it looks like me. But then I see the photos and I go, oh, yeah, no, that that does look like me in the photo. But I don't know that I could do my makeup that way. And TV makeup, I mean, you will have had this as well. It's like nothing else and you yeah. you know it's like when you're on set you look fine and you think oh you know I've got all this lovely makeup on I should go out and you get in the car to leave and you look at yourself in the mirror and you realize you are 100% 
orange <laughs> um, and out come the tissues and you're whipping that right. stuff off. It's not like the makeup yeah. that you use for, you know, the but street. it's amazing what makeup does though. You know, like when I look at myself in the morning and then 20 minutes or so later when I've finished doing myself, it's like, wow, what a transformation. I just love makeup for that very reason. Yeah, well, I, I found this quote that really um, kind of ties into what you're saying. It's from um, Courtney Summers who says, my dad used to say makeup was a shallow girl's sport, but it's not. It's armour. Yeah. I like that because I definitely feel much more confident with my makeup on. I feel really quite vulnerable without it. And I don't know if that's wrong, but I think, you know, men have their own kind of armour and sometimes that's even just, you know, a big physical presence, you know, you are yeah. a bigger, I am a, I'm a little person. Um, so somehow I have to be a physical presence yeah. in a room. And I think that's harder as you get older because, you know, you, and you're um, from your teenagerhood on as a girl, I think most of us have at some point experienced walking into a room and you realize that there is a little frisson in the air, a little electrical charge mm. that's happened because, you have walked into the room mm. and then all of a sudden one day, sometime after your mid-30s, you walk into a room and realise that noticed. didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, And then somebody younger than you walks in and you feel the attention divert. It's like, oh, yep. oh okay. <laughs> um, so for, for me, being able to kind of put my makeup on, that that helps with that. Yeah, I wonder what it would be like, though, if you were to scale it right back and makeup just didn't even exist. You know, you talk about armour. I wonder if we would just find something else to be armour. Makeup is there and it is what it is. And so it's become this thing that we can, I don't know, make ourselves feel better with. Yes, that may be the case. I think, though, you know, if you look around the world at different cultures, most cultures have some way of adorning the face. And And way back at the beginning of time, yeah, yeah. there's there's always things. Yeah, whether it's charcoal or some kind of tattoo or Mm -hmm. jewellery or or something. Or earring thing. Yeah, or changing the facial structure with things going into your lips. So it's just inherent in us to want to be able to take our appearance and enhance it somehow. Yeah, well, thankfully, we are allowed to do that, but it nearly didn't happen. In 1770, a British law was proposed to Parliament granting grounds for annulment if a bride used cosmetics prior to her wedding day. What? How bad is that? How insane. But men used to wear, you know, you look back to sort of portraits from sort of, you know, European history and the men were as puffed and powdered and lacy and Mm -hmm. frilly as the women. Well, thank goodness we've moved on from that trend. Yeah, exactly too. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100% with you on that. Um, I think, you know, you're saying about doing makeup because it it makes, it's something for us. Mm. Um, I used to flat with a um, girl years and years ago and she had her wake-up makeup. So she would take her makeup off at the end of the day, but she really, really, really didn't like the way she looked when she woke up in the morning. And she certainly wouldn't didn't want anybody else to see her looking that way in the morning. Yeah. So there was a particular stuff she used to put on, a little bit of eyeliner and stuff, so that she had like a cute little smudgy eye when she woke up in the morning. It was wow. her wake-up makeup so that she could actually bear the sight of herself That's next in level. the morning, Far which out. is really next level. I think it was hilarious. <laughs> um, and I, I can't say, I would have ever gone that far, no. but there have been times when I felt a bit sorry for um, rich 
in the morning. But honestly, you know, the, the the hair that was all nicely curled the night before and yeah. so on is all kind of in one <laughs> stiff lump on the side. You know, his short hair doesn't do that. Ladies' hair does do that. Yeah. You know, you all that kind of thing. You me this morning before I saw you, Sophie. I went to bed. I washed my hair, went to bed, woke up in the morning, and I don't know, I just look like Crunchy the Clown this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hair all over the place. <laughs> Are you conscious of it when you wander around the house for the same of your family? Um, well, I did say as I was getting my breakfast and my daughters were there, I said, I think I'll go and do my hair because this is slightly embarrassing. <laughs> I <laughs> And then my uh, oldest daughter said, yeah, you look like you're straight out of the 80s. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Bon Jovi or something. <laughs> right. That whole big hair big thing hair going all on. Over my, my, my kids, are uh, they are polite about it, but I am conscious sometimes when I've sort of frumped around the house all weekend with no hair done and no makeup done and stuff like that, that I might really uh, be looking a bit crap and that I should potentially make a little more effort. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but again, it is, it is for me. Yeah. Well, do you feel like as you've gotten older that there's a real pressure to keep looking younger? Self-imposed, I think. I don't like the way I look. As I've got older, so and it's it's not wrinkles so much. It's about the fact that your skin loses elasticity. Mm. So you know you you have less sort of firmness in your face and eyelids and that kind of thing. And also, I love the sun, so I have sun damage on my skin. Um, and I, you know, given a choice between having perfect skin and being in the sun, I would 100% choose the sun. I can't help being solar powered, yeah. but I don't like the way that looks on my skin. Yeah. So I want to cover it up. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me and my head, but I really feel the pressure to stay looking young and it's really hard when you look in the mirror and it's like but I'm not I look yeah. dreadful well I feel like I look dreadful so is you that know, does that pressure do, do you feel is that self-imposed or do you think that it's what you have to do to keep up in in career and so on um yeah there's that yeah. for sure um and maybe it's because I work with a lot of young people. And yeah, so same. I'm looking at them all the time and yeah. they look beautiful and then I look in the mirror and it's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I do get that. There, are, I, there is a sense where I want to kind of embrace the fact that this, the ageing is a reality. Yeah. Um, and to try and do it gracefully. Yeah. But I don't want to look like a wrinkled old prune and if somebody offered me Botox I would probably give it a go is that me really, too. really really shallow no <laughs> <laughs> me too I think I would like to give it a go but I don't know I'm yeah so, I mean I really admire the women who have a really sharp haircut and do no makeup and look amazing in their 50s and 60s and 70s mm. but most of them that that I admire tend to be tall and naturally genetically blessed with good bone structure and, you know, a great metabolism. I haven't seen many shorter, rounder women that manage to carry that off well. There must be some. I'm, I, I want to know. I absolutely <laughs> want to see them because, the, you know, they, they would be my role models. Right. Um, are you a person that has had facials, you know, gone and done all that sort of stuff? No, I don't really like facials because you come out looking like you've been boiled in oil. Oh, um, right. I, I do 
love things like, you know, putting on a face mask when I'm staying up at my sister's caravan and doing it with her and we have a um, little sundowner and do a face mask and it's just pamper time with my sister and it's hilarious. Yeah. But, um, and I like the way my skin feels afterwards, but I wouldn't pay to have somebody do that to me. Yeah, well, I'm sort of thinking, you know, I'm older now and we've had this discussion about looking old and everything. So I keep thinking maybe it is high time I started really investing in my skin and going and doing regular facials or treatment, some type of, I'm not talking like invasive, scary treatment, but, you know, just exfoliating and all that sort of stuff. But I can't quite bring myself to do it. It's just yeah. like I can't be bothered, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I guess this, you know, if I'm doing my sort of, you know, slap on a bit of a face mask and, you know, have a laugh with my sister, mm. um, that's about time for us and yeah. and fun and so on. And it's not about trying to hold back time. Um, I think if I ever... I'm in a financial position to go, okay, I'm going to do something. I'd probably spend the money and go and have a little bit of Botox or something like that rather than cough up $60 here or there and having somebody scrub a layer off my skin. Well, it's more than that, Sophie. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, you've looked into it. (laughs) It's a lot more than that. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I, it worries me how uniform some women look, you know, the Mm. the Hollywood women and stuff like that, Mm. that they all begin to look absolutely the same. And I've heard people, you know, have been to California and they say, just the women just all start to look the same because they've all been to the same plastic surgeon. And, you know, in in places like Korea, you know, giving your um, 16 year old daughter plastic surgery for her birthday is really common. Oh, it's Um, it's just absolutely appalling. And they are all starting to look the same. So, you know, I wouldn't want to get in, into that, yeah. but I don't know if it just becomes a slippery slope. Yeah, well, what I think we need more of, actually, mm. is seeing older women just age naturally and gracefully. But without... we're not brave enough to do it <laughs> oh, ourselves. No. Somebody else can do yeah, that. Yeah, somebody else can do that. <laughs> who, who should we nominate yeah. to do that? And I love watching, like, um, say, BBC News because yeah. they do have older women they on do. They do, they do. It's just so, at first, it's like, oh, my goodness, there's an older woman, and yeah. then it's like, that is so wonderful yeah. and she looks great. Well, it's actually interesting with all UK TV that you'll get actors with crooked crooked teeth and who aren't absolutely beautiful and perfectly formed. And, yeah. you, you know, you look at some of these amazing, you know, English actresses like, you know, Emma Thompson and Olivia Colman and um, people like that, and they wouldn't have met the Hollywood stereotype for beauty, mm. but in the UK where they don't re- they're not that big on orthodontics. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the people get recognised more for their talent yeah. than for their appearance yeah. necessarily. So just to see yourself, your age group, your sex represented in media and stuff like that, I think that just does a lot to help you to not feel the pressure to stay looking like the youngest person around you. But I wonder if those same people that we're talking about feel like we do. Oh my gosh, I've got to try and look younger because there is a 26-year-old after my job mm. um, and she has no wrinkles and she's got no kids and she's free to know. you know race off overseas and she can be on camera in a minute just with a dusting of highlighter <laughs> she doesn't need 45 minutes in the chair and three different hair appliances yeah. to look like this um oh, the time oh I do resent the time I spend doing mm. things like hair and makeup mm. particularly when I then put my glasses on and go oh all that effort and that's what it looked like <laughs> yeah well oh. you look great Sophie oh well that, that is that is 
kind of you. You always look great, actually. You're a, you, you do definitely take time to make yourself look great. I do try. So I don't have legs, but I do have lashes. So yes. I've always had quite long eyelashes, so I've always quite liked mascara is one of my favourite. Do you have a favourite, like what would be your desert island bit of makeup? If you could only have one thing, what oh, would you take? Lip gloss. I love lip gloss. Right, okay. Yeah. I think I'd probably take a mascara. Yeah. Yeah, I do like mascara. That would probably be my second one. Right. Can we take two? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'd be hunting out the berries um, and trying oh, to find something. Yeah. yeah, so it'd be... You'd make do. Yeah, oh, look, it's yeah, the destitute yeah. gourmet way. You yeah, know, if yeah. you can't buy it, make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I, if I think about it, I could probably cobble together a, um, a homemade mascara from some charcoal and something I found lying on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that whole... Um, Desert Island reality TV show mm. that you see people doing. You know, you were talking about the idea of, you know, if you go for a while and you haven't worn makeup, how freeing it is. Oh, it's wonderful. I, I have admired some of those women that, you know, they they're there they are on camera and they have there. forgotten yeah. about what you look like when you're in the city yeah. and they do look, some of them, amazing. Yeah. Um, I think Joanna Lumley was one of the first to oh, do yeah, that. She did that, that um, Girl Friday thing and oh, yeah, she yeah. loved it uh, and, you know, just completely looked her normal natural self um which is is pretty brave I do love it though when you do come back from a period of being away or something and you come back and you have a shower and you do your hair and you go out and you put makeup on it's like oh yeah and you feel you feel glossy and sparkly again Yeah. (laughs) yeah I think um one of the beauties of the internet too is that you don't necessarily have to get stuck in the same old look so you know I I remember you know, blue eyeshadow being a real thing. Yes, and um, blue mascara. Yep, and there are people who never really gave that up. Yep. If you are listening, then we don't tend to use blue <laughs> mascara anymore yep. and jump on Facebook and watch a makeup tutorial if you don't think what you know what you're doing. Uh, but, yeah, I think that some of those are fantastic. I, there is an awful lot of selling of product out there and I'm not convinced necessarily that, that there's – Yeah, or even that mm. there's that much difference. Do you need 12 different brushes? My daughter must have like 30 different makeup brushes. Well, same with mine. It's yeah. like, what do you use them all for? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, no, I, I haven't quite worked out what they're all for and tend no. to use the same two for absolutely everything. One's for pink-coloured things and one's for light-coloured things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it when my daughter goes to work in the morning and then me and my other daughter, we go into her bedroom. Right. Oh, let's try this. <laughs> Play this. with her makeup, yeah. <laughs> it's just the best thing, <laughs> having a go at all her wonderful new products. Well, that's all we have to say on the subject, and clearly we aren't experts. So if you want to have your say, then jump onto our Instagram page and join the conversation. You'll find us at I wasn't expecting that NZ on Instagram. The NZ at the end is important. If you want to find us, that is, not the other I wasn't expecting that's on Instagram, because you might really get something you weren't expecting. It's a photo app after all. Next time, we're talking about language, spelling and swearing. I Wasn't Expecting That is available via the Apple Podcast app. If you don't have it, download it now. Or Android users, find us via the Google Podcast app for Android. And why not subscribe so you never miss an episode? I Wasn't Expecting That is brought to you by Now To Love, their New Zealand's largest dedicated women's lifestyle website. Visit Now To Love for the latest celebrity, royals, health, lifestyle and parenting news, committed to telling great stories that bring people together. 